0: Welcome to Community Cocktails with Kimberly, hosted by Kimberly Woodard, a realtor who's been selling homes in North Texas with more than 21 years of experience. Join her every first and third Wednesday of the month as she meets with top community leaders, local businesses, and real estate industry experts to help you get to know the area you want to call home. Don't just love your home, love your community. And now your host, Kimberly Woodard. Welcome viewers to this episode of Community Cocktails with Kimberly. This is such a special episode because I have the owner of Real News PR, where I do my podcast, on Jeff Curley. Welcome, Jeff.
1: Thank you. I'm so honored, and we've known each other for so long. But I'm—I gotta tell you—I'm kind of uncomfortable because I'm usually the guy asking the question.
0: I know. Not today. It's all about me asking you. (laughs) So we, so a fair game for me to ask anything. (laughs) Anything.
1: No, yeah.
0: Well, a lot of people are looking and and they see a familiar face and they're trying to think, oh gosh, why do I know that face? And that's going to be from your news days on Channel 4.
1: Yeah. So I was a TV reporter for 25 years, Lansing, Omaha, Minneapolis, and then Dallas. I started with Fox 4 in 1992 and had a nice run there, reported there for 15 years and and finally quit in 2008 to start this company in my home.
0: Wow. Yeah. And I mean, it, from 2008 to what you have now. Thank you. Oh, my thank gosh. And um, this place is amazing. Um, there's um, several studios in this um, place up on the seventh floor. And um, looks over LBJ across from um, the Galleria. So you've got just a prime location thank over you. here in Dallas. But you also have a couple other studios, too.
1: We do. So uh, we have Fort Worth, downtown Fort Worth. We have uh, South Lake Town Square. And two months ago, we opened Austin with a beautiful, unobstructed view of the Capitol. Awesome. So this little network that we started with just a few shows, and you were one of our yeah. first podcasters, <laughs> uh, we now have 160 different shows going on wow. to the point, Kimberly, when I, I can't even keep track of all of our clients. And so... I remember not too long ago walking down the hall and running into somebody who seemed familiar to me, but yeah. I didn't know where I knew this person from. And I said, um, whose show are you going to be on? Yeah. And they said, my show. Thank you for watching, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: whoops, whoops. <laughs> so,
1: so now I just say, what's the show about today? <laughs> there
0: we, go. There we go. Oh, Well, let's talk about, you know, we, you know news, you know, what... Brought you to open up, um, you know, the PR firm.
1: Sure. So I wrote a book in 2002, yeah. and the book is called "Free Publicity: A TV Reporter Shares the Secrets for Getting Covered on the News." It, yeah, it's a tell-all book. You know, here's how you pitch the media. Here's when you should stay away from the media. Yeah. Here's how you talk in sound bites. This is what you should look like on camera. And uh, I never intended to leave TV news. I was just going to moonlight and make a little extra money. Yeah. And I started this blistering pace of 300 speeches a year oh. for six straight years in addition to my TV job. Wow. So breakfast speech, lunch speech, go to work at Fox 4. Breakfast speech, lunch speech, go to work at Fox 4. Wow. I ended up selling 70,000 copies of a little $10 book. And that's how this business was born. Because when you're that busy selling books, people are always trying to hire you. So yeah. I kept hearing the same thing. Man, if you ever get tired of this TV news thing, I want to be your very first client. Yeah. And about that time, uh, they had me on murders and fires every night. You know, oh, there's gosh. a, yeah, it depressing. was pretty, <laughs> very depressing. And, you know, you're my wife's best friend. Yeah. So when I would come home and talk about my day with right. Victoria, she would say, um, you know, what was the highlight of your day? And it was never news, it was right. always, I gave this speech in Burleson at a luncheon and sold X number of books, and so I think she saw the writing on the wall before I did that my satisfaction in TV news was in steep decline. Yeah. And so at the ripe old age of 45, I had gotten to the top of the little mountain I was climbing, and the little (laughs) mountain was called Local TV News, and uh, I knew they weren't going to promote me. I was never going to be Clarice Tinsley. (laughs) I was just going to be a street reporter for the rest of my life, so I asked Victoria's permission to quit. And I quit, and I started the firm in my home in 2008. Laptop, cell phone, calling myself a PR firm. Uh, we didn't even have a physical office until four years in when we came to Lincoln Center. Yeah. So um, we had 2,200 square feet, and then we outgrew that, and we took on 5,000 square feet. We're now in 8,000 square feet of Lincoln Center. Wow. And it's become a decent-sized company, 20 <laughs> full-time employees, and... And you've gotten a chance to know yeah. most of my employees. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a cool company. Isn't it, it
0: is a great company. I mean, everyone is great here. And I mean, every time, you know, like some viewers, you're always asking, where does Kimberly doing this um, podcast? Where is she filming it? Because I know it's not out of her <laughs> <laughs> And when I tell my um, guests, you know, and they come in, they're like, oh, wow. And so it is just an unbelievable studio
1: well we're kind of reinventing podcasting so when i think of a podcast i think of either an audio product Right. right or it's a if it's a video product it's very homemade it's a person at home with a ring light yeah and as we started to look at this and started to grow this um this department we kept saying to ourselves you know Everybody who starts a podcast just wants to be the host. Yeah. They don't want to edit and upload and tag. That's the boring stuff. Right. (laughs) No.
0: I wouldn't even know where to (laughs) get.
1: So so people come in here. They are now flying in from either coast, sometimes knocking out two or three changes of outfits and flying back. And then we edit, upload, and tag for just a few hundred dollars per episode, which is a bargain
0: price. It is. It is. I mean, basically, I come in. My guest sits down. We film. And then I leave, and the magic happens. <laughs> That's why.
1: Well, if I can, you're you're really kind of a dream client and a dream <laughs> show host, Kimberly, because you won. You, um, you get it as a you know very right. successful uh, realtor for many years with ebby You understand how important it is to market, right? And there's different ways you can market, but um, how many realtors can say, "Come on my TV show"? Right. So you have a very unique way of marketing your your brand, right? but also uh, putting spotlights on others, which is what you're doing today.
0: Well, and like I said, it's so fun. um, And I enjoy it because it's topics, you know, it's all different topics um, that not everyone wants to hear about how the real estate market is going every day. I mean, we we also get that on the news. (laughs) Sometimes it can't be depressing. (laughs) (laughs) So um, so we want some uplift, you know, interesting topics that people, you know, may not or interesting people that you know, people didn't know about and bring, you know, highlights, you know, people in the community, people um, doing, you know, great things like yourself doing something great that, you know, this company is, you know, fantastic. Um, like I said, I love, and I like how, you know, the podcast world with the video, because everyone does think, oh, it's just going to be the audio. I'm just listening. But there's another aspect of it when you see it on the video and my viewers are seeing it on Facebook or YouTube. Um, and they're watching that video because I can insert different things in some of mine where we have examples of things that, you know, what we're, we're talking about.
1: Sure. Well, can I can I tell the story about how you started your show? Are you mine? <laughs> am, am I hijacking your show? Now, uh, so Kimberly called me four plus years ago yes. in, in December and said, hey, Jeff, this is when I normally work on my marketing. Right. Because December tends to be slower for right. realtors. And so we met at Glen Eagles Country Club yep. that we both love, and um, we're both having a, a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I said, hey, you know, we just started this podcast division. Mm-hmm. Why, why don't you do your own show? And we kind of laughed about it. Mm-hmm. And I said, how about you, you like a cocktail? Why don't we call it Cocktails with Kimberly? Right. And then a few minutes later, my wife joined us and you guys started talking. And the next thing you know, it's Community Cocktails with Kimberly. Yeah. And it's been really fun for me to watch you grow as a host, I because that. I think in the early episodes, you, you know, you you weren't quite comfortable yet. You'd never done right. broadcasting, and so now you really own it. And when you walk in, you're in control. This is your studio. This is your team. So,
0: uh, actually... <laughs> she is awesome. <laughs> My producer is fantastic. I mean, I don't. She already knows what I want. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it's, it's beautiful to watch how you've grown as a communicator and i think this is really now part of your identity and yeah. uh, we get to see you a couple of nights a week at the country club and yeah. i see all these very <laughs> successful people saying kimberly I, I just watched your last episode
0: and it, 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 it's so fun i mean it is a fun it's it's a fun show and that's what i wanted it to be i wanted it to be fun and informative to viewers you and that, you know, maybe one episode may not be the topic you want, but there's, I've got a slew of other topics out yeah. there.
1: And what I love is that you're, it's the variety of your guests yeah. because you are just, one, I think you're naturally a curious person. Yeah. And so you're running into people from all walks of life. Right. And you're saying, you know what? That person has a story that probably hasn't been told yeah. before. And so if you go back through all of your episodes, you know, you you've met a lot of people.
0: I have. And, you know, that's the... Um, beauty of this show is that I have I've met people you know I mean you know one of my episodes um this year and we were in Fredericksburg and we're there at this little cute um oh cooking store of course because of my son um there we're all walking around and there was this couple they were entrepreneurs and they developed this wine device and where you click this um device onto your bottle of wine that's is not cold it's like just from the store and when you pour it into your glass it's chilled wow and i thought that was phenomenal so i started talking to them and how you know they it was a company that was developed during covid and we've had so many of those and we just started talking and uh, my husband glenn was like they would be a great um, you know show up you know guest." and i said you know what they would be and we had such a great um, conversation and really getting to know that couple and their story and you know there are so many other people that started businesses during COVID. yes and now have been able to quit with this couple the wife has quit her other full-time job and is doing this you know product marketing this product is her full-time job
1: I, I think it's amazing. You never know who you're gonna run into on Kimberly's show. I remember? <laughs> uh, was it Culver's ice cream and they they had the, the oh Henry's the Hanna, Henry's ice cream? Yep, with, uh, with the and, and
0: Hershey's. <laughs> yes, um, and Hershey's meat. Both um, great uh, places in Plano. Local. Um, been there. They are. Um, they are the places to go in Plano. I mean, if you want ice cream, you go to Henry's. If you want you know, if you want a meat market, you go to Hershey's. I mean. It, everyone knows, I mean, everyone knows them. They've yes. just had such a legacy. And you've had both mayors, um. I <laughs> have, I've had the mayors. I mean, I've had um, just a lot of fun, you know, fun guests and just, you know, different, different things. You know, I've got some ones at my sleeve for, um, so stay tuned uh, viewers that I'm um, <laughs> not gonna um, spoil the beans, but I've got some interesting things coming up as our year um, progresses. Um, of topics and themes and all those good things.
1: Well, um, you're very talented, and I know that um, you know you're very sincere, and the, the guests that you have um, really become friends.
0: Well, I have to ask you. Sure. So we're so we're talking my guests. What about yours? What? Um, what is probably one of your most memorable guests and not me <laughs> sure
1: sure so i do a jeff crilly show yes. uh in fact i'll be doing an episode right after this yeah. taping and i love it because i i too am just curious about right. people and so we've had everything from um a gentleman who paints uh portraits of fallen heroes and oh. presents them to the family in fact he'd be a good a good guess for you. Here to fall, but um, that becomes kind of a treasured item in their home. And yeah. As I'm interviewing him, I'm starting to tear up because, you know, it's so heavy. Yes. With emotion, um, because this he has a way of capturing their eyes, and mm. um, so the 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 portrait really kind of comes to life. Oh, wow. And then I've um, interviewed children, and, which is always <laughs> fun. Right. Well, you had, never know yeah. What say. <laughs> well, you've had your kids on.
0: Yes, yeah. but Drake COVID, and I had um, Ben and I um, cooked, we baked uh, chocolate chip cookies, one of his um, signature recipes where he's taken the recipe and kind of dialed it up. And my other son, Blake, did the filming. We were kind of like, you know, the, but, uh, we were kind of <laughs> like pioneer where she was doing the same thing, having her kids film. We did that. It was fun. So, it's
1: awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I think um, much like you, uh, I meet people all the time just around, yeah. and I think everybody has a story. And so Hi. it's neat to be able to invite people on the show. And then as you're doing homework for the show, you're discovering all these amazing things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, to me, it's a real blessing to be able to put um, a warm light on somebody whose story might not be, uh, Told by the mainstream media. Right. And and so to be able to give them, you know, a 20 minute spotlight is, right. a, is a real blessing.
0: So, uh, since we're talking about stories, everyone has a story, you have a story. And um, let's talk about what would someone not necessarily know about you? What's that like hidden? <laughs> I, know, I told him I was going to try to embarrass him. <laughs>
1: Um, Okay, so I have a hopeless romantic story about my wife, Victoria. So when I fell in love with Victoria, she's working in Wichita Falls, and I'm living in Dallas, and I happen to be a morning show reporter in Dallas, which means I had to be on camera at 6 in the morning. Well, I fell madly hopelessly in love with Victoria, and I moved in to her apartment in Wichita Falls without telling the TV station in Dallas. I think they would would frown on the idea that their uh, morning show guy lived two and a half hours away. Right. And I commuted for eleven months, Kimberly, I commuted wow. every single day. That's five hours in a car every single day to oh see Victoria. Wow. And um she finally realized I was, you know, because sleep deprived. Yes. Yes, Yeah. <laughs> and so she got a job at Channel 33 here in Dallas, and uh, now we're just so incredibly blessed because we both left TV about the same time. Yep. She is now head of marketing for Highland Park Village. Right. And I've got my marketing firm, and uh, we're just so blessed. I've, I fell in love with my soulmate.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. I mean, but I I don't know how you did five you know five hours there were probably a lot of audio but <laughs> <laughs>
1: fortunately the, the the price of gas was low <laughs> yes, during that
0: yes thank god i think it was a buck 25 or so oh, I yeah i mean if it was yeah. today, oh yeah oh, today oh, i mean and now I'm rising oh i mean exactly. there was cringes when i <laughs> when i came to the gas tank i'm like oh i have to right. fill it up well i love that i love in um, i love yeah, that, yeah, I love a romantic story. It's Thank always you. So fun. Thank and I,
1: you. I get to work with my kids. So
0: my daughter yes. Uh,
1: yes. is my vice president. She's 33. My son Dallas is 30, and he's my head of business development. And my grandson, Caleb, who is 13 years old, yeah. last summer, he would sit at the front desk and he would come around from behind the uh, the desk and look you straight in the eye, firm handshake, and say, my name is Caleb Hill, future owner of this company. <laughs> And I, when I heard he was doing that, I was like, wow, that's... There could be like three more. generations <laughs> yeah. working together. So I'm about to turn 60, which is a big number for Yay. right.
0: <laughs> yes, you know, I'm glad you said that. I was not going to spill the beans, but you do have that birthday coming up in a couple of weeks. <laughs>
1: so, uh yeah, Victoria and I celebrate our birthdays uh, two days apart. Yeah, um, And she's just, uh, she's a little older than yours.
0: Yes, she's hard. We still have, we're still babies. <laughs>
1: so yes, uh, the idea that there could be three generations working Working together makes makes me think, okay, why would I retire in my mid-60s?
0: I think, no. let me just keep on keep going. or Oh, like, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, you will, will be ready. And yeah, you know, ten like, <laughs> years he'll be like, move, over.
1: <laughs> it's move t- over. it's time
0: for me to take
1: over. He's kind of a boss. And, and Victoria has no intention of retiring anytime soon. No. And so she's 11 years younger. And so I'm like, well, why would I, you know? What well, we're doing? Yeah. Sit on the couch?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, nowadays I think you know, I, I mean, I'm founder of um, Abby Holiday. I mean, Abby was coming to the office at you know, a hundred.
1: You know. right. So she was a was she a hundred and one or hundred and two? She when she
0: passed, um, she was she, and um, when she passed, I went to her hundredth birthday, her hundred and one birthday, and then she started kind of slowing down. But you know I mean, I mean how, wow. can you imagine? You're like, And she would still come to work. She would still come to work. I remember, I mean, in her late 90s, I mean, if you saw the Ebby one um, license plate on the Cadillac going down the tollway, it wow. was her. <laughs>
1: I've got an Ebby story. and Maybe you don't even know this one. So um, when I was out running around speaking and selling books, Ebby yeah. um, brought me in to speak and was impressed with my, my speech. And right. so I invited her to be on my television show yeah. on Fox 4. And I got this really nice handwritten note from Ebby. and the handwritten note basically said, Mr. Crilly, thank you so much for, you know, asking me to be featured on, on the news, but I have received so many accolades over the years, I think you should use your spotlight, to put a spotlight on somebody else. And I'd never, I don't think I'd ever seen that before. Yeah. For, most people just, wow, right. be on the news. And she was just so um, giving yes. that she felt like any spotlight on her uh, would be uh, missing a spotlight on somebody else. And
0: that's and that's her. That was always her motto: is to give. You know, do something for someone. Yeah. You know, every day, and, and she was really big on handwritten notes. Um, and I have a lot of abuse stationery, um, and it's you know still something. You know, I still write. You know, notes. And um, to people, um, I just think there is something about that handwritten um, note, you know, thank yous, you know, things. So it is not a passive if you're thinking, oh, we're not doing that anymore. We're doing emails. No, that handwritten note still, even though people only check their mail maybe once a week.
1: (laughs) Yes, and and she set the tone for the entire company, and it still operates the ebby way, doesn't it? It does. It does.
0: Well, Jeff, it was so fabulous having you. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to success. This is (laughs) Topachico. Okay.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Kimberly.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify, as well as Kimberly's YouTube channel. If you'd like to contact Kimberly directly, you can email her at KimberlyWoodard at ebby.com or call 214-632-2092. We hope you enjoyed our guest this week. And remember, don't just love your home, love your community.